Welcome to Get Real with Dave. Today, I'm going up against a good friend of mine and die-hard LA Rams fan and a very knowledgeable NFL fan. Let's go! What's up, bro? What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You hear me? Yeah. Okay, so I want to welcome you, you know, first and foremost, to Gabriel with Dave. I'm really, really excited to have you on. And before you, uh, you know, we get started, we uh, debate. I want to, I wanna, you know, kind of just, like, let, you know, everyone listening know how big of a Rams fan you are. Um, I know that you were at the Super Bowl, right, uh, when you guys lost to the Patriots, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Right, right. So you were there. I know you love Aaron Donald, right? Love him. A little, I just want to say, like, if we can go, can we just start off running into it? Can I just say my thoughts? Yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah. I just, like, you look at the NFL Top 100 and you see how Aaron Donald is ranked number three. And the fact is that we're in a, like, you could say this, and, like, I know how you big of a Jets fan you are. You could say as we're in an offensive-driven league. And the fact that Aaron Donald has, has been three, he's been number one last year. He was, uh, he's been in the top five for the last three years in a row. And the fact that he's a defensive player, and you're not seeing any defensive player in the top five even, ever. He's the only one that constantly breaks it. And the fact is that, like, you really say, what's the bet? Who is the best defensive lineman in the league right now? It's Aaron Donald, but it's not like it's Aaron Donald and then there's anyone else. The closest person to Aaron Donald, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, is JJ Watt. And JJ Watt's nearly double his age. He's at the end of his career and he's posting half the sack. Don't get me wrong, like, Chris Johnson is pretty good. Uh, Fletcher Cox, you have Cameron Jordan, but no one is at the level that Aaron Donald is playing. Like, Aaron Donald is on another level. And you can't tell me otherwise. 100%. Like, look, bro, I, I brought you on specifically so I could debate with you. But this is the first thing, you know, like, I'm not going to be able to. You know, like, I want to debate with you so badly, but I can't debate with you on this one just because I 100% agree with you. And you said, like you mentioned, you know, there hasn't been anyone in the top five defensively. Um, and this year, I think it's like there's an exception because it's Stephon Gilmore. He like, um, But, you know, other than yeah, him, though. Like, I'm saying yeah. it's Stephon Gilmore. Like, look, you're putting... I think Aaron Donald is amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. But I'm saying Aaron Donald isn't. I don't believe he's at his peak yet. But I also just don't think, like, the t- like the way that the Rams defense is structured. If the Rams have a healthy a healthy team this year and the O-line becomes better, I think it's, it's – I think in football it's all about line. It's your O-line has to be crazy and your D-line has to be crazy. That's how you're winning. And you okay. look at the like, like you look at the top teams that are like doing amazing. Like if you're going like I'm looking at PPF this year, the Colts are the only reason why the Colts had a chance. Like the Colts had a chance with Jacoby Brissett is all because their offensive line. I'm sorry, two of their guards, Quinton Nelson, and uh, what's the other guy? I forgot his name. Didn't allow a single sack. That's retarded. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like and look, then you look at the Saints as the second best. The Saints have. They have, like, two of the best offensive tackles in, like, Jack Terran, and they have Ryan Ramsey. And then you have the Cowboys with their amazing – the only reason why the Cowboys every single year are a playoff contender is because of their offensive line, and you can't yeah, change my line about that's that. that's very true. That's very true. And I'm sorry, Dak is a mediocre quarterback at best, and that's why 
I believe Jerry Jones isn't paying him because Jerry Jones knows that he can get a better quarterback with better numbers for cheaper. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just don't think he, he knows that Dak. I think he likes Dak. He just knows Dak isn't going anywhere. I mean, like, think about it. It's the same thing that happened with the Chargers and Melvin Gordon until he left this year. I he just think that the, was... money, that the money that they're trying to waste on Zeke and Amore Cooper and that keeping that O-line intact, as like a business perspective, I'd much rather uh, keep the O-line and Zeke than, and Amore Cooper than Dak. Like, he's the interchangeable player. And especially if you're bulking up that defense. Big mistake not to get Jamal Adams, but I don't think they would have got that big of a trade. But what are your thoughts on that trade? Well, the Jamal Adams trade? Yeah. I'm very, know. I'm very, I'm, I'm thinking God every day. I'll be honest like with you. It? I'm obviously, like, listen, I'm not thrilled, listen. but I mean, listen to me. Like, just listen, listen. Like, the guy had, we would we were willing to pay him. First of all, tough times right now with the whole corona and everything. And we were willing to pay him in a year from now or two years from now. I forgot. Okay, but then you have, to, you have to understand that he also has two years left on his contract plus maybe a franchise tag. And well, if I do, being a baby, just let him go. I don't care. Yeah, he is. But I'm saying you're getting two, you're getting two late first round picks that normally Seattle is normally known for trading their picks away, their first-round picks. In the last five years, they've drafted, like, one first-round pick, I believe. Like, they're known for trading their picks. They always get in the... Like, they're not getting... They're getting a top 20. They have a hard division. Like, I truly believe the Rams... The NFC West is one of the hardest divisions, especially Good. now. That, with that, Especially that's a, now with the, yeah. with the biggest rape trade of all time, DeAndre Hopkins and David Johnson, which right. I, I don't even... I don't even understand how you could get that done. Like, I don't even understand exactly. how that's possible. So that, that's a, even, that's a, yeah. even with... Even in that division, which is a crazy division in itself, now that they added the Buccaneers and Tom and everything, I still think that, what's it called? Like, they'll still have a chance. Okay, so that's a great segue into the next point, but before I get there, just going back to the Jamal Adams thing, which we'll also touch on later on, um, think about it, bro. We, okay, people are going to disagree with me, and you're probably going to disagree with me also, like, after I say this, but I don't think it's that, it's going to make, look, he was, like, all, all over, like, in, like, he played everywhere on defense, okay? They lined him up pretty much everywhere. And, and I, Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams. But look, Jamal Adams. I'm saying playing, he was insane. You're playing, you're playing. Jamal Adams was in an NFC. They drafted him for Gronk. Gronk. Gronk left. I understand it. You can't deny that they drafted him for Gronk. He does play more like he's a. He plays somewhat like a Sean Taylor. But I really think out of our generation of safeties, that like it's. I really don't think there's anyone like that we're watching right now that's gonna play to like the Jamal Adams level. So clearly, you've showed everyone listening that you know you're very knowledgeable and you have what it, you know you you know a lot. So I want to ask you some questions out, okay? Okay, go ahead. I have questions for you. I have some questions for you. Okay. First thing, I want to kind of focus on your Rams, okay? I want to yes. focus. I want to know how far do you see them going next year with Seattle, who you mentioned just got Jamal Adams, okay? And was already, you know, a great offense before that. Uh, and defense, sorry. And then, you know, obviously Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, that's just Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson was ranked the second best player in the league last year. So, with, uh, Which and I then, think is absurd. Over Patrick Mahomes was the leader. yeah. That's what everyone's saying. That's what everyone's saying. And then, and then San Francisco, who was just in the Super Bowl, and then Arizona, who you just mentioned, got an insane. You know, okay. you know. Just- I don't think we're gonna win the division, but the way it's looking, I it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be one division is gonna one division is gonna own like one division in the NFL and 
on both on both sides are just gonna have the whole no on only in the NFC, not in the AFC. I think specifically in the NFC, it's either gonna be that the regular teams are gonna make their playoffs, and the two wild card teams are gonna be either NFC West teams or NFC South teams. Yeah, I, I. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be either or. It's gonna be both or none for each each side. Yeah, I, I, I just think that both divisions are very, very competitive, and whoever wins those divisions are probably gonna win the Super Bowl. Wow. I just don't. I just don't think an AFC team is gonna win the Super Bowl to the next. Like, unless it's the Chiefs. Besides, for the Chiefs, an AFC team winning the Super Bowl has been a very long time. Besides, for the Chiefs and the Patriots, it, it's all NFC West teams. If the Patriots don't make it to the Super Bowl, and it's not the Chiefs. In the history for the last twenty years, it's not been an NFC East team. Wow, um, got you. And and so, just who who do you think is gonna come out of you know the Rams division um first? I think it's gonna be the Seahawks. I just think that Russell Wilson right now is competing at a crazy level, and the fact is that he played with DK Metcalf as a rookie. And he made it onto the top 100, I think, at like 60. And DK Metcalf is an animal. And I think that he hasn't progressed. He hasn't gone into the level he knows he could be at. And he was just his rookie year, so he's working on it. I think he's going to grow much more. And I think that DK Metcalf, if he becomes a top 10 receiver, that's all Russell Wilson needs. He needs a receiver to throw it deep. He doesn't need a running back. Like, and you have Marshawn Lynch there as like whatever. You have a you have a crowded backfield. There's Marshawn Lynch, Rashad Penny. Uh, who else is there? They have like two other people, and they have Tyler Lockett as well. They have, they still have a good defense. They still have the, one of the best linebackers consistently, Bobby Wagner, who I personally say is the best middle linebacker, one of the best middle linebackers of our generation. So like they have a, they still have had a good defense. So what else do they I really don't see them being not the like the favorites. They've been making it to the playoff consistently. Yeah. They're, and P Carroll is an amazing coach. Even what you saw what he did with USC since like we've seen what he did with the Carson Palmer and the whole thing. He's an amazing coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. There's no, there's no arguing that. There's only a few Hall of Fame coaches. He's one of them. Definitely, yeah, I gotta agree with you there. Um, yeah, my my prediction, just as far you know, as far as what I think, I think that it's gonna be very close. I think all four teams are, you know, the first of all, the Rams have, you know, I think the easiest schedule out of all four teams. I looked and and I it's all yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you that the Rams have the easiest schedule out of all teams, but also. It really depends how like they start the season, like how Definitely. teams start the season. Like if yeah. they get on a good start, like it's all about like the momentum and stuff, and it's all about like we have a def- like depleting O line. Like it's gonna be hard for golf to like, like yeah, golf isn't like I don't think golf is like the answer as a quarterback for us, but I think he'll be there for the next like three years, four years. But I'm saying that. We have a good wide receiving core. We need to build on a running back. But also that the Rams drafted this guy. Uh, what's his name? Cam Akers. Uh, the running back. What's his name? I wrote it yeah, down Cam Akers. He's out of a Florida State. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, he's 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 a tank. He's he's great. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's gonna be very close. I think the Niners, the Cardinals, the Seahawks. They're, they're I th- yeah, it's it's gonna be. It's, I think it's the hardest division in the NFL. 
and it's also going to be the closest. So it's I think it's the best big. division in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Kyler Murray's just you know becoming a he's starting to become a star. Now he has DeAndre Hopkins too, and then you have Chandler Jones defensively, um, Patrick Peterson, and then and then um, you know Seattle again just got Jamal Adams. They have Russell Wilson, who's really ca- more than capable of going to the Super Bowl again. So it's gonna be and the Niners were just there, so it's gonna be it's gonna be so fun to watch. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to watch, especially yeah. like in Israel and everything. Yeah. Okay. So tell me. So you know the Lakers, Clippers, right? They have the battle valet, and it's become really good since the they signed Paul George and Kawhi, and that, now you have you know them against LeBron and AD. So the Chargers just joined LA too, right? And then now they're kind of stacked. They got um Justin Herbert, and now they have a stacked defense. Um, they you know they have Derwin James, they have Chris Harris. Who's their quarterback? They got rid of Philip Rivers. They have Justin Herbert. Yeah, they drafted one, and then and now you Justin have like Herber- uh, but who's yeah, the backup? Who's their week one starter? Oh, Tyra Taylor. Tyra Taylor. It's Tyra Taylor, isn't it? Yeah. Where is, I thought, what's it called? Where is, Thingy is on the Saints then. Teddy Bridgewater, right? He's on the Panthers. They just, he just signed with the Uh, Panthers. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, so the Chargers have Herbert and then, uh, I mean, like, look, you know, a lot of people may not trust him, but other than that, they have Austin Eckler. They have a great, yeah, they have Austin, Mike Williams. They have a crazy defense. Uh, One of the best in the league. Melvin Ingram, uh, one of the under, one of the most underrated linebackers in the league. Uh, You have they have Derwin James, who I think is one of my one of my personal favorite safeties. Who very much he mimics Jamal Adams in ways. Right. And then yeah, so so they're they're loaded, like you just said. So so look, what do you think is going to be the outcome? You know who is who who runs LA? Is it the Chargers? Who I like, to, you know, who like to call the. I don't LA know. It's going to be. I personally think it's going to be very interesting, and let's see what happens because I think that out of any years, like the, I want to say last two years ago, the Vikings were the closest team ever to make it to be a home team at the Super Bowl, like in Minnesota. And I think like in two years, in 2022, I think that realistically, when both franchises somewhat get their like shit together, you could say that there really will be a chance where they could both contest. Realistically, both teams could go deep in the playoffs. And imagine if there was a, a double Super Bowl in LA versus both teams in 2022. Like, wow. Yeah. Like that's one that is realistically how much time it's gonna make get for both teams to get their franchises together like the right way, the way like yeah. to win the Super Bowl. It and was almost they almost played each other in the Super Bowl if you remember the year the Rams went. The Chargers yeah. had an insane they, year. They, they, they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, they beat the Ravens. The rookie Lamar yeah, Jackson exactly. rookie year. Yeah. yeah, and no one thought they were gonna beat the Ravens. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so yeah, so are you happy about Todd Gurley going to the Falcons? You know, do you think that um, it's gonna affect them? You know, poorly. You said you know you mentioned that I they think drafted it's gonna Cam affect Akers. him, but I think that uh, Cam Akers like is gonna be really good. But- are you are you happy that you know Gurley's gone? Um, you know, he had that crazy injury that kept him out of the big game against the Saints, and ever since then it hasn't been the same. So, are you happy that he's gone? I'm I'm mixed feelings about it because like I'm a huge fan of him. Like I don't get me wrong, I love him. I've seen him play since Georgia. I love him. He's a very hard running back. Georgia's been producing good running backs since Terrell Davis. Then you add a, then you have both uh, 
you have both the uh, Patriots running backs and Sony Michelle and and Nick Chubb. I mean, so like, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting it is. It, it is. It is. I I lo- I knew I I knew he was gonna go to Atlanta. I knew that that's where he came from. And I yeah, um, that's what I assumed. Even in the Super Bowl, like interesting story. Yeah. When I was there, I was sitting like two rows from two rows from his uh, family. Like his entire immediate family. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I knew that. Yeah, also Devonta Freeman was leaving. You know, they didn't want him. So I knew that, you know, with yeah. the job opening there for him. It's interesting to see because the Rams are like a running first team. That's true. That's true. That's big. You're right. That, it's going to be very interesting to see that. Yeah. You know, everyone's in quarantine. We don't get that much news. But one of the biggest, you know, headlines that no we did get sports. was that. Uh, Sorry. Well, yeah. Thank God basketball is officially back. The Lakers right. with, like, the one seed. And then also yeah. you have – did you hear about this? I don't know if you you follow boxing a little bit, but did you hear about this crazy fight happening in a month? Yeah, with Khabib. Yeah, Khabib and Mike Tyson. And I don't even understand how uh, – what's it called? Got Jake Paul got the undercard with uh, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, yeah, it's crazy. That's going to be very interesting to see. Right. So, so we don't get that much news. So, and one of the biggest, you know, headlines, um, this, you know, the past month was that Patrick Mahomes got, you know, the highest paid contract in sports. Paid. So, so paid. what, what are your what thoughts that, like, about that? What is that? Like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like a $503 million deal for 10 years. Yeah. It's half a million dollars, half a billion dollars. Yeah. First. Wow. Like, good job. Like, don't like, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, ten years. Like, who knows if the league is even? Ha- who knows if the season is even happening this year? Ten years. Like, even if, even if he gets injured for one season, that's it. Like in total, or one season, that's still a good investment. But I highly, I highly, highly doubt he will be there for ten years. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like. But like, wow! Like, who are they gonna pay now? Do you even have money? I mean, look, I know a lot of players said they're willing to take pay cuts just because they believe that they're like kind of the Chicago Bulls of the NFL. You know, they really think that they're, you know, in it for the. They're gonna win so many rings. Tyreek Hill was saying how, you know, why not go for seven? Why not go for six? So like, they're 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 really you know thinking ahead, thinking about the future, and if it means taking you know pay cuts to win rings, they're all for I it. So. Tyreek Hill, but I'm saying. I, I think I think even small players like Sammy it, Watkins, when it, like when it comes down to it, you know, like Sammy Watkins is a decreasing player. Like it makes sense for Sammy Watkins to go. It made sense for when LaShawn McCoy was there to be at in thing because these are de- like de- not depreciating players, but like players that are end of their career that they want a Super Bowl. Why do you think LaShawn McCoy went to Kansas City? Like all these things are factors, and I'm saying you're not gonna get a you're not gonna get a player like Jamal Adams who's at a level of Jamal Adams, go to the chase and take a pay cut. And these are game changers. Like, you got Tyron Matthew for a steal, the Chiefs. Steal. Tyron Matthew could go down as the best uh, safety of our generation if Jamal Adams doesn't get his shit together. And don't get me wrong, I think Jamal Adams is going to win Defensive Player of the Year next year or Comeback Player of the Year. Okay. The way it's looking. The way it's looking. You mentioned them... 
You mentioned that you think Mahomes isn't going to stay. What I, you know, this I think this is I, the no, start. Not, of- I think he's going to stay. I think they're going to trade him coming into seven or eight. Like, look at look at the top. Like, look at the best best quarterbacks. Besides for Brady, they last till thirty. He's very young, Patrick Mahomes. But I'm saying ten years is a lot. That's his whole career. You want him to spend in things in Kansas City. That's what they want. But I'm saying they'll kick him out before. Okay, um, fine. I, I, I guess I, I guess I could get that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess. That. Okay. Um, do you think that Kansas City will be a threat in the next five years? It's all about like you can't even say. I can't even tell you who's winning the Super Bowl this year, and you want to ask me about five years? Could you, you honestly I, say? Could you? You don't like. Especially with NFL, like I'm sorry, one trade could drastically trade the NFL. I'm willing to tell you right now, if I, if I could, if I could, if I could, um, if you could, if 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 I could name four teams and a guarantee that you know two of them will be in the Super Bowl, at least two of them will be in the Super Bowl, I could I could easily do that. And I'm telling you, it's gonna come true. I'm like, this year? Out, yes, I really. If, if there's a season, yes. What teams go? All right, out of the AFC. Either, you know, making the Super Bowl, either the Chiefs or the Ravens. And if out of the NFC, the Bucks or the Saints. You're mad. NFC How? is harder. AFC maybe. AFC is more likely. NFC may not. How is it not likely? Do you really – who do you think is – you think the Seahawks are actually – you know, you talked a lot about them. You think they're actually – you know, they're, look, they're a great team. They may win the division, but there's no way in hell they're beating Breeze or Brady. Like, Wilson, in no way. There's no way he's doing Their that. Their defense – look – they, the Seahawks beat the Chiefs last year. And the – bro, Patrick Mahomes was not playing good last year in midway through the season. If he I was go injured. look – If I – no, before, before and after he was injured. If I go look at the games, he lost. They, they Like, the Chiefs are saying, wow, they had an amazing season. If they had a 15-2, like, damn, they had an amazing season. But I'm sorry. They last – they lost last year. Like, there's no denying that. I forgot what teams they lost to, but they lost. I'm Listen. pretty sure they lost to the Seahawks, and they 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 beat the Patriots week one. Uh, I don't remember who they lost to. Look, I don't I'm know. Sure I, look, this, you know, I don't I don't really care about the schedule. I'm looking at next year, and 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 I know that. Look, Jadavion Clowney, first of all, was in, uh, insane. He led the Seahawks defense, and without him, they would not even be able to be out of position. To, um, I agree. Play the Packers. I agree. Wait. But he's done, bro. Jamal Adams cannot do what Javon Clowney did. I don't care how good of a safety he is. He's not going to be able to take Javon Clowney's role. And but look, it's a different game Bobby Wagner, that's it. Quandre Diggs, that, that, that's not like a solid defense. I'm sorry. You have to cover way more areas. You can't just have one or two strong players on defense and expect the whole defense to be insane and be able to, you know, cover for the, you know, every time the offense scores. You know, it, that's not how it works. I agree. Yeah. But I don't know. I think they have the most round. Or the Seahawks. This bro, you saw the 49ers. The 49ers defense is crazy. Nah, have, I know, uh, but Kwan, I don't believe the defense is crazy. Kwan, you have Quan Alexander. Yeah, you have Joey, Nick Bosa. Uh, you, you have Fred Nick Warner. Bosa, I know Richard Sherman's uh, fine, Richard fine, Sherman. fine. I know uh, they have an insane team, but I don't believe in that. Uh, I, I know they have an insane defense. But I, don't I don't believe. believe that I don't believe. That, I don't believe. Yeah, I don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sorry. Exactly. That's why they're not going to make it, bro. They're not making it. They're not making it again. I don't think the Niners are ever going to make the Super Bowl again in the next five years. And I also don't, I, unless they get a new quarterback. I agree, I kind of agree with you on that statement. 
I think that the Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl for the next five years. I don't think the Ravens are going to be able to compete with them. I just had the Ravens because I had to pick a second team out of the AFC. The Ravens have a good defense, though. I'm sorry. They do have a good defense, but look, it, I'm sorry, but the, the, I don't think I, I don't. I think that Mahomes can, and the, the Chiefs' offense could take them and and score every single time. And if they don't, it's not like Lamar Jackson could score on the Chiefs' defense that easily. It's true; they have a good defense. I'm saying. I also you have Chris Jones there. Look, like bro, like the only chance I think the Chiefs are gonna lose even next year is if they play a team like Philly that or Baltimore at home. That's a very strong home crowd and is really solid. But other than Will that, there even I'm, be a crowd next year. Exactly. So that's the thing. I don't think the Chiefs are losing anytime soon, and that's just what's going to happen. I think it's going to be gonna, very think... interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what's happening. Also, because I, I think training camps are about to open up, or they should have opened up, right? Yeah. I think like uh, rookies are meant to report to training camp or something right now. Right. So, okay. So we talked, we talked a little about, you know, we talked about the Chiefs right now and we talked about the Niners before. I want to kind of talk about two, th- uh, two things they have in common, which is having, you know, the best tight ends in the NFL. Who do you think is better? Travis Kelsey or George Kittle? I'm sorry. There's no comparison to the two. It's like, you're going to, you might get mad and people might get offended when I say this, but I'm sorry. There is no way Travis Kelsey is going is in the top five this year for receiving uh, receiving yards. He didn't have as many touchdowns. George Kittle had more touchdowns. I'm not going to deny that George Kittle was a bit bigger red zone threat. But I'm sorry, and George Kittle had some crazier plays, like when he was dragging those four Ram defenders. I believe that was a nuts play. But I'm sorry. Kelsey. If I'm building an offense and I, I got to choose one, I'm picking Travis Kelsey any day. Let's of go. Travis Let's Kelsey go. I agree with you. Four, number four. He was number four on receiving yards. And the, let me tell you the people on top of him. The people on top of him are Chris Gordon, Julio Jones, and Michael Thomas. He had 1,230 yards. And let me, let me. Julio Jones, Julio Jones had 1,350 yards. Julio Jones only had 50 yards more than him. And Julio Jones is considered a top two receiver. Exactly. Look. Travis Kelsey is consistent, and he's been amazing. George Kittle is a, an amazing blocker. Right. Like, I'll give it to you. He's an amazing blocker. But I'm sorry, I'd much rather have Travis Kelsey. I agree with you. And let me tell you something. I brought you here so I could debate with you. but And I, I thought you'd for sure take Kittle. But I, I'm, you know, I'm going to stay strong to, you know, my thoughts and my opinions. And, and I'm going to, you know, stay true to all that. And I'm going to go with Kelsey, just like you said. And even to add to that, think about it. Travis Kelsey has been doing all that. You know, you point out all that stats. He's been producing. No, no, no. It's better, only that he's consistent. With, better, with a better. That's what I'm saying. No, listen, listen. Not even that. He's been he's been doing that with Alex Smith before, who is a worse quarterback, and the exact same team could have went to the Super Bowl, and you see what could have happened. And on top of that, I'm sorry. Uh, the like, uh, Jimmy G has no one else to feed the ball. Exactly. To that was my argument. That's sorry, what I was just gonna say. Like, that even to add I'm more sorry, to what you were saying. Even with Tyreek Hill being Tyreek Hill is his deep threat. That's why his less or or Pat Mahomes was uh, Pat Mahomes had three rushing touchdowns this year, and also he uh, the running back. What's called they ran the ball. They a lot. did. They did, especially in the playoffs. They were, yeah, they were the 
Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. But Travis Kelsey was huge. Even him being on the field. Like I'm saying, even these players, like I'm saying, this is what makes a great player. Like you look at, you look at when you see, uh, when Scotty Piven got injured in like, uh, in in game four and he was injured, Michael Jordan just begged him, be on the field. You're a distraction. Travis Kelsey alone, every single team, they have to coordinate for him being on the field. That's why I feel like also when Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams, you have to coordinate for him. He's not a game changer, but it, like Aaron Donald, you have to completely like you're you're revolving your offense around stopping Aaron Donald. You're not revolving your defense around stopping Jamal Adams yet, but Jamal Adams has the capability of doing that. Definitely, and just to add to what you were saying, that's what you know you kind of mentioned it, and I really felt feel passionately about this. Travis Kelsey is not the number one option. First, look, think about it. A lot of people can, maybe even if even if he is, a lot of people consider Tyree Kill to be. And even if he's not, Tyree Kill still takes. Look at all Tyree Kill stats. Look at that. Look at how much Tyree Kill is able to do. No, sorry. Look at how much Travis Kelsey is able to do with Tyree Kill still producing so much and being one of the best receivers in the NFL. And then Sammy Watkins still, you know, being insane. And then you have McCole Hardman. So it's crazy how Travis Kelsey is able to produce. The amount he is, especially this year and last year, with the amount of threats they had, it's it's insane, and it's like it's like just mind boggling. That's what I'm right. saying. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's it, it's crazy. It's it's really insane, and that's the thing. Everyone is saying Kittle. Everyone is saying Kittle is the future. Everyone, he's great. Don't get me wrong, all around. But I don't think George Kittle could do what Travis Kelsey is doing. Look, George Kittle. Look, he he's a great blocker. He pancakes the shit out of everyone. But like, let me tell you something. I, he's literally the number one option on that team. Who did they have last year? I don't want to hear Debo fucking Samuel because that wasn't the case. They only thank you. Yeah, thank they you. only. That's why yeah. I don't think they're gonna. I thought you were. I thought you were going Adams with Kittle. That's gonna, why I asked Jamal the question. Adams, no, because look, you look at the division. Jamal Adams is gonna shut him down. Pat Mahomes is gonna shut him down. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is gonna shut him down. Look at the games they played in the NFC West. Pat Mahomes let George Kittle have fifty yards. Jalen Ramsey, when we got him eventually, and with Dante Fowler guarding him, he was get he had fifty yards the first game and one touchdown and twenty five yards the second game. Look at this! Like, I'm sorry, they shut him down, and on top of that, he had to block Aaron Donald on three plays, and Aaron Donald still teared that game. Yeah, up. and Jalen Ramsey got a pick. It's crazy. Jimmy G is not the quarterback. It's actually crazy. It's it's just insane. It's like people don't understand that. Like, if you look, I don't even want. They say he, Jimmy G's the god. I'm sorry. People are saying like Jimmy G. Like the way they're talking about Jimmy G is the way they're talking about uh, what's his name? Uh, who is that Redskins quarterback? Dwayne Haskins. No, the old Kirk Cousins. No, before Kirk Cousins. I love. Uh. Uh, he was number 11. Oh, RG3. He was like, RG3. They Like, RG3, they used to say, RG in Washington, they used to say, oh, the god RG3 is here. They thought he was their savior. They honestly thought he was going to promise them, like, six Super Bowls. They had a good season. Don't get me wrong. They had one good season. That's exactly what's going to happen to Jimmy G. They're saying Jimmy G is a god. I was there. I saw Jimmy G play. I've seen Jimmy G play. I watch every single one of the games when they play Rams game fully. And I lo- I've seen Jimmy G play front eyes. I went to the game. I've seen them play twice. Right before uh, when they when he wasn't playing and before he was in his last game of the first season. I've seen him play three times already physically. I really don't think like I don't like I see it, but I also don't see it. Yeah. I don't see them having the team. 
don't get me wrong, Kyle Shanahan is an amazing, amazing coach, but I really don't see them having the the absurdity that they had. It was a defensive carry and Jimmy George Kittle. They just blew out out of nowhere. It's like a one hit wonder type. Yeah, thing. look, I I think that he's look look. I think this is gonna this is either this or next year is gonna be his best year. But there's no way he's gonna be able to be as consistent as Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, that's the name of the game for him. He's just consistent. That's who always been with under Alex Smith also, and that's what he's going to continue being. And he proved that he's the best tight end in the league by continuing to do what he did with Alex Smith, with not only Patrick Mahomes, but so many other so many other threats downfield. I agree. Right? Okay. Let, we were talking about Madden ratings before, but I want to kind of go through them. We said, you know, Aaron Donald's obviously 99, McCaffrey's a 99, Thomas is 99, Mahomes is 99, Gilmore's 99. Those are the, you know, the ones, uh, the players in the 99 club this year. And, okay, do you think that there's anyone that um, shouldn't be or should be added to that list? Uh, was Lamar a 99? Lamar Jackson? No, he was like a 94 or 95, I think. Uh, who's a 90? Is Russell no. Wilson a 99? Uh, I think that you put, I think you should have made Deshaun Watson's higher. You put him at, yeah, like that was terrible. I think you should have been that was like terrible. a low 90. Like, that's pretty foul. That's pretty foul. Um, uh, Jalen Ramsey, I'd give him a higher. He was like an 89. What? He was 94. 92. Yeah, do not, don't tell me you want to give him higher because that's terrible. No, he's good. That that's fair. Ninety four is good. Like what? That's the same as Lamar Jackson. I think it's what? way too high. He's... No, ninety four, nine, maybe ninety two, ninety three. Jerry Ramsey's top five. Right. Okay. And then let me just let me add some. Okay, Rob Gronkowski was in ninety five. He was higher than the cover of the of Rob, Madden, and he just came out of retirement. How the hell does that make sense? I think it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's clout. It's all about the name, the reputation. If OBJ, what's OBJ? OBJ's at a, like an uh, 90, and he's OBJ, and he had a terrible season. Well, come on. This OBJ is more than that. This is like stupidity. This. Like, how could you put Robert Gronkowski higher than um, Lamar Jackson? I don't get that. I don't get that. Because he was on the cover. No, but that's what I'm saying. They put a Gronk over the cover. That's crazy. I don't know. I agree that the cover should always be. Or, or at least higher than a player that's coming out of retirement. But yeah, let's move on. Okay, Lamar. Yeah, look, we mentioned Lamar Jackson was way too low. Le'Veon Bell, look, he's an 87. Based off last year, I understand. Okay, we had a terrible O line. You know, I say this every time I go in that. Le'Veon Bell has the biggest. He does. Because now we upgraded our O line when I believe in him. So 87, look, this is the thing. Based off last year's performance, I I get it and I'm I'm fine with that. Even though I still believe that you know, true like deep down, like if he if we had a better O-line, he would be way higher and he deserves to be. But he's the same as Kareem fucking Hunt. How does that make sense? Like that's just dumb. He's not proven. He has not proven any good year with the. Uh, I know, but uh, I don't know how you're putting Kareem Hunt the same as Le'Veon Bell, which is absurd. But then then you have Minka Fitzpatrick, who's an 87, and he hasn't played. He hasn't played theoretically for three years. Minka Fitzpatrick should be a 90. He had a crazy season. But you have to think about it. Half the season he was on the Dolphins. And the year before that, Fine. he played so like explain to me, explain, so explain, First of all, like, I don't get that, but fair. whatever. Explain to me how TJ Watt is not a 90. And why, how does how does that even make sense? Because he was on the Steelers the whole year. And he was literally applied the most pressure. It's an and there's stats to prove It's an offensive-driven league. He's, he's probably one of the best. But he... 
it's an offensive driven league. Right. So what whatever. I think it's, it's so stupid, but whatever. Uh, um, and then and then you have okay. We mentioned Deshaun Watson. I think he should be way higher, and I think he's going to prove everyone wrong next year. But then you know, and then you have Tyler Higby. It's going to be very interesting to see what Deshaun Watson. I does think I think he's going to be just as good. I think he's going to be just as good. And that Brian and that. And that the fact that the coach has full rights on the full I know, team. But listen to me, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be just as good. I think that look, I think with Brandon Cooks, Kenny Stills, and uh Randall Cobb, I think he's gonna be just as good. He's the type of quarterback that can survive without DeAndre Hopkins. He's not like any other uh, previous quarterbacks that like rely on him completely. I think he's gonna be fine. He's a star quarterback and he, he's gonna be he's gonna even put up better numbers than last year. watch it. Watch it. It's gonna be see. It's gonna be interesting to see if David Johnson's. A That's true. I think he'll have a pretty positive impact. It's gonna be very Definitely. interesting. And then the last one Hopefully. I want to talk about. The last Hopefully. one on the matter rings I want to talk about really quickly. Tyler Higby's an eighty-one. He is rated higher than Miles Sanders and Mark Marcus Brown. How the hell does that make sense? He is. A very underrated tight end, but he put up good numbers. He was top ten in tight ends this year. I don't know, man. It, 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 it's kind of absurd. And then if you look at the, he was no. a good red zone threat. I don't care yeah, more than Miles Sanders run. and Marquise Brown. That's just stupid. But whatever. And then okay, really quickly, and then we have hey, tight end. Like if we had a tight end like Travis Kelsey, you the Rams would be feeding the ball. If we, the Rams had Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Would be the top three yeah. receiver in the NFL. Yeah, and then and then no you have, we have the NFL top hundred. Um, there are so many uh, you know rankings. I'm sure you um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure so that you disagree with. But let me let me headline some, okay? Um, yeah, that Carson that's insane. OBJ is not a 59. Um, that's just the first of all. De- Devontae Adams was a 57. Stephon Diggs and Todd Gurley were over uh, ranked higher than uh, J- uh, Devontae Adams. How the fuck does that make sense? I have no idea. It's just whack. But it's like, supposedly I was looking at the stats, and if they said either it came up before the playoffs, or, and it's also that the way it is, it's not like a no, like it's not a pat, like not a lot. They said this year was the most that any player did it. Out of like, let's say 5,000 players in the whole NFL, only 1,400 players did it. They said only 50, they said like, a 50, 52% of the NFL players did it. Which, even though that's pretty, that's amazing, because like consistently they have only had like 30%, that's still like half the NFL, and they're giving their opinion. And they're also not giving all like 100 players, because no one's going to spend time going one, two, three, four. They're just doing top 20. And then whoever is like in the NFL media who decides it, like they're the yeah. ones that really decide. I know. It, 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 like it's crazy. Look, look, you have, all- you have players that look, I, I love, I love, I love Larry Fitzgerald. I love him so much. But you have players like him. Go, go, go. He yeah, shouldn't. He's he should a 69. He's over players like Marlon Humphrey and Josh Jacobs. How does that make sense? But they're putting him, they're putting him on a list. They're putting him on a list based off legendary. That's why, like, even if next year... Tom so put him at top 100. Put him at 100, 99. Don't put him over players like Marlon Humphrey, who's an 86, and Josh Jacobs. That's stupid, but whatever. Um, okay, who do you think has the best receiving core in the NFL? You know, there's the Bucks, there's the Broncos, the Cowboys, Chargers... Who do you think has the best one? Really quickly. No, anyone. Between anyone. Browns, I, these are just ones that Fox. I'm seeing are pretty good. Uh, no, who do you think is gonna have, who do you think is gonna be the best receiving core next year after this season? Last year, like as a junior, oh, so the Rams. You think next year it's gonna be the Rams too? Like straight up. 
No, I don't. I think it's hard. You can't, like, you can't, like, it's going to be going back and forth. If Baker plays 10% better than what he did this year and the O-line has drastically improved, they they gave two big-ass contracts to their O-line. They drafted a player in the, in the top 11 pick O-lineman. They built that O-line. I and OBJ has been training every single day like an animal with Cam Newton and Baker. So I really don't see how just like consistently OBJ is not playing at the level he's play, he should be playing at. And Jarvis Landry can easily give you a 1,000 yards a season. And if you're going to factor in a good Kareem Hunt, and don't forget Kareem Hunt is just as versatile as a running back as he is as a backfield receiver. So it's going to be very hard to see. I see the Browns and the Bucks going back and forth. But the Bucks are not in their rhythm. The Browns have gotten a year to like get their rhythm down. So I really see the Browns as being the real contender. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, look, the Bucs are obviously one of the favorites. Like, yep. like on paper, on paper, the Bucs and the Browns have the two. Like, I know. I mean, look, I, don't, I see what you're saying with the Bucs. But it all depends. It all depends. Like You, you never, never know. know. You never know with the NFL. We Definitely. Can, and look, know, I see amazing. what you're saying with the Bucs. Look, like, like Godwin and Evans were outstanding last year. Now you have Gronk and OJ Howard. It's like, it's crazy. And then, and then you have, you know, the Cowboys also love, like, and you Fine. have Ronald Jones. Ronald Fine. Jones the third. And then Don't you forget have about Ronald. I love yeah. him. Trojan crazy. He had a bust season last year, but I really feel like this year is gonna be the year. Mark my words, Ronald Jones Jr. out of Tampa Bay is gonna be crazy. Yeah, he played with Sam Darnold. And then and there then you, you have um you have cowboy players on the Cowboys who are like Amari, Mike Gallup, um, CeeDee Lamb, who are I think insane. But I think that the most, you know, the most stacked receiving core in the NFL. You know, look, there's so much hype around all these teams. Also, the Chargers, you just mentioned the Browns, Bucks, whatever. They're going to prove to be insane, but I think the best one is the Broncos. Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, KJ Hamler, Noah Fan. I think that they're going to prove to be the best wide receiver, uh, wide receiver core in the, in the NFL. I really think so. I really think so. I think Drew Locke's going to go off, and I also think the offense opens up with Melvin Gordon. And you have Philip Lindsay also. I'm telling you, that's going to be the best receiving core in the NFL. All right, okay, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate for sure, it. For sure, for sure. All right, bro. Sometime. Stay safe out there. Bye-bye. I have, um, uh, you too.